Action is coming. 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 In a world of poor Ugandans, there are people willing to take on the challenge to produce good quality movies like Isaac Godfrey Geoffrey Nabwana. Hello, my name is Aiden. Aiden Arias, and I come to present to you my my product. Struggling Ugandans making movies. Today, I will talk about the movie based in Kampala, Uganda called Who Killed Captain Alex? The movie whose whole movie is notorious for their whimsical props with makeshift bamboo guns and poopy sound effects with Ugandan Kung Fu. This movie is based on the movie with the plot of an army general who is fighting an organized crime organization called the Tiger Mafia, but then he dies. My product will be based on the movie and the way people have been able to suffice making a good movie through pure ingenuity with under 200 US dollars. I will also investigate my feelings on this movie as well, but before I do, but before we do, I will invite my special guest, Adam Davis. Yay! Aiden, in my opinion on the movie is that it is the greatest movie of all time made by Ugandans. I also think that the brilliant use of crappy CGI with the bad microphone quality added to extra salt and pepper needed as the as well as the movie Joker, which was just the producer just making funny voiceovers in English, which were used to engage the audience. After watching the movie, what is your opinion on the movie? The movie itself is just dumb, but that's the point of the vid movie. It's supposed to be dumb fun. Yeah, okay. Great, beautiful. Well, my opinion on the movie was that I could not fathom how, how that they could make a movie like that. And it shows that when they were do using bamboo guns, it really shows in the screenplay. Fun fact, the whole organization of the movies started in the Ugandan slum in, in Kampala called Waka Liga. The creator himself stated that he had to build himself a computer from scratch to film his movies. He also has to do this whilst having to deal with constant floods and with unreliable electricity that goes out often, which makes saving his movies hard. And sometimes his movies and sometimes his films become lost films due to getting deleted off of his computer. The slum he works in also happens to house a martial arts dojo of some sort, where the term called everyone in Uganda knows kung fu comes from. Wow, I did not know that. I know, man. I thought it was a pretty cool fact to throw in. Another cool thing I thought of was that I also used the video Joker and play uses of Gun and Kung Fu, which was really movies that they saw Bruce Lee magazines. What do you think this has to do with the struggling Ugandans in Africa? Well, I watched the documentary and one of the uh, leading directors they were talking about how when they were younger they actually got chased by a helicopter. So, you know, the low budget and everything, it really just lets you know the problem in Uganda. Beautiful words. Enough to make a grown man cry. Cry of happiness. Now this movie, unlike other crafts in the movie industry, starts with what the creator Isaac calls a DJ Emmy. 
A BJ Emmy, or what some experts like to call it, a quote-unquote video joker. Now, what a BJ Emmy, according to what Gene Park likes to call, is that a video joker narration that adds some comedic context to the narrative. For context, I will show you a clip. Now this helps with engaging the audience in a movie by keeping the audience engaged and entertained at the same time. This also helps keep a light-hearted mood during violent times, or as we call it, to lighten up the mood. This is because the origin, the director, originally had gone through tough times when he was a youth. Therefore, the video Joker makes lighter situations that honestly be bad while still being funny. Cool. Now I also believe that the Video Joker also makes the movie more interactive by giving it life throughout the voiceover's reaction throughout the movie. Do you think that the video Joker makes the movie more interactive and gives it life? Oh yes, the movie would not be the same without VJ Emmy. That he is an important part to the movie. Uh, all right. Amazing. The video. The video. BJ Emmy also makes the foundation for the movie as well. Here, I'll show you what part of the movie it makes interactive. German food. German food? Yeah, we found German tourists. We're cooking them. Oh. You see, I think it also does not matter when making a movie because Nabwana himself has stated that most of the props he uses comes from objects you will normally find, like fake cow, like fake blood from cow blood, which was okay until somebody got sick and had to go to resort to normal fake blood. Lame. The uh, director also uses crappy, crappy CGI effects with green screens, with obvious green screens. The main point of what Nabwama strives to do is inspire young Ugandan children around him to become filmmakers by showing them his work. Fun fact, he uses kids to star in his films as child soldiers. Now, Boma has also inspired a fellow American, Alex Hoffmanis, to bitch his life in the New York Times to star as an actor in Uganda at Nabwama's new film called Bad Black, where coincidentally, Nabwama himself stars in the movie. Now, honestly, the props that Nabwama uses in his movies are amazingly creative. He uses makeshift props like EM sticks to shape into makeshift guns, which he then uses wood bullets for them. They then happen to make a crane out of scrap metal from a junkyard. In cow blood, he uses fake blood, although they had to use plain f f red food coloring after a fellow actor got sick from me. pretty much guess where that went he also uses squibs which is a firework from condoms all of these were made from the productions manager which was his wife who also happens to be a bit of an expert herself in the art of pop making also fun fact the what the critic some of nabwama's visual effects are drawn in microsoft paint does this movie show that money doesn't matter when making a movie? Well, I mean, it kind of does. The movie doesn't really have the best visuals or the best props, but 
I think that's what makes it more magical because they found a way to make the movie, you know, some kind of fun without all the fancy effects. Alright. What was your favorite part of the movie? The props they used or the quotes the narrator Joker said? The narrator for sure. He's the spice of the movie. Without it, it would just be bland. Alright. As Adam has just announced, his favorite part of the movie was the narrator, aka BJ Yemi. As much as I love to admit it, he is right. The narrator is one of the leading hallmarks that makes the movie its key personality, as well as the shaky camera movement and bad CGI. The actors put a lot of effort and have lots of fun doing their parts during the shooting takes of the movie. Honestly, my favorite part uh, was the ingenuity of the actors acting in the film. The sheer passion that the actors have for acting out their roles in the movie for me is inspirational, even for me. On a descriptive level, me, myself, honestly, I was in love with the obviously fake props and understood with everything they were doing. The attention to detail with what the BJME was saying was astonishing. Also, there was notoriously one scene Michael compared to your average action American movie in America. It was where the, this was this one guy on a CGI helicopter talking on a radio. Now, obviously, you may be wondering what the guy was saying. Well, the guy was speaking in Buganda, and I do not understand Buganda, so, well, uh, you get the idea. Anyways, the scene goes on to this guy in a walkie-talkie talking to this man who lost all hope in life, saying, Man, we are getting killed, man. And the guy responds by saying, Okay. And and by responds by bombing, or I mean burning a forest down. Man, now that was a graphic detail to hear. Thank the lord that they are okay. Yeah, I hope too that they are okay. Do you classify this movie as art? And if so, give your emotional response. My emotional response? Slash Apollonian. Uh, I don't know how to feel about the movie, honestly. I just thought it was funny. Like, that's it. I mean, that's what it's for, to entertain. You're not really supposed to feel anything but, I guess, happiness from it. Now, as you can see, my own response emotionally to the movie itself and to all movies made by this guy himself is just astonishing in its own way. He manages to make his own style, his own pizzazz, his own oohs and ahs. And that is what makes Nabama's movie so remarkably inspiring. He has managed to make a name to himself all across the world through his Hallmark movie. Who killed Captain Alex, which garnered a cult following on the internet as shown through many YouTube creators. Also, according to the Washington Post, Washington Nabona held his first American premiere in Austin, showing his latest project, Bad Black, with a switch-drenched training montage to attendees of Fantastic Fest, a genre-focused film festival. Anyways, his movies inspire many around the world and convince many people that you do not need to have millions of dollars to 
make films. All you need is some good old-fashioned ingenuity, some character, and a good eye for film. Now on to the ending. Yes, yeah, so Nabona, a prolific filmmaker in Uganda and the inventor of the so-called BJME technique. One of the best, and he shall remain the best. Aiden, signing out. Thank you for listening to my podcast.